Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East and this is the standard. In the next seven minutes or so, we'll look back on a week where the G7 and NATO both held summits, Russian missiles struck a shopping centre in Ukraine, R. Kelly and Ghislaine Maxwell were sentenced for sex trafficking offences, and the US Supreme Court caused chaos with new rulings. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7. Don't forget to hit the follow button to get your daily updates at 7 a.m. Sunday saw the start of a three-day G7 summit in Bavaria, with the conflict in Ukraine top of the agenda. Boris Johnson was there with one mission in mind. We're here in Germany with the richest countries in the world focusing on, uh, on Ukraine and how to, how to keep that coalition of support for Ukraine together. And European Council President Charles Michel pledged further support. The EU will continue to provide robust support to Ukraine, financial, humanitarian and political. And we have also mobilised €2 billion Euros to provide military equipment, but... Ukraine needs more, and we are committed to providing more. Even as the G7 summit was going on, Russia's President Putin continued his assault on Ukraine, with Russian missiles hitting a shopping mall with more than a thousand people inside. President Zelensky was quick to condemn Russia's action. This address is without greetings. Today's Russian strike at a shopping malign Kremenchuk is one of the most defiant terrorist attacks in European history. Russia will stop at nothing. So far, 18 bodies have been recovered, but more than 30 people are still missing. The air raid sirens meant that most of the thousand people in the centre were able to escape, but dozens are hospitalised with injuries, including this man who described the scene. I saw lots of wounded people, burned people. Some were covered in blood. One girl fell, and we helped pull her along. She fell and lost consciousness, but we tried to help her. As the G7 summit wrapped up, the UK's Chief of General Staff, General Sir Patrick Sanders, had a stark warning that the current situation in Europe has parallels to the years before the Second World War. This is our 1937 moment. We're not at war, but we must act rapidly so that we aren't drawn into one through a failure to contain territorial expansion. Leaders headed straight from the G7 summit to the NATO summit in Madrid, where in response to Russian aggression, Secretary-General Jen Stoltenberg explained how the organisation is reshaping its strategy. We will agree a new strategic concept, the Madrid strategic concept, that will be the blueprint for NATO in a more dangerous and unpredictable world. That new security posture will mean continued support for Kyiv, the expansion of NATO with the addition of Finland and Sweden, and increased spending on military budgets and a scaling up of troops on NATO's borders. Joe Biden was attending and he met face-to-face with Turkish President Erdogan to thank Turkey for agreeing to drop its objections to the NATO expansion. I want to particularly thank you for uh, what you did putting together situation with regard to Finland and Sweden and all the incredible work you're doing to try to get grain out of uh, 
out of Ukraine and, and Russia. I mean, you're doing a great job. I just want to thank you. Russian President Vladimir Putin was clearly paying close attention and he issued a stern warning to Finland and Sweden, who've now been formally invited to join. They only must clearly understand that there were no threats to them before. Now, if military contingents and infrastructure are deployed there, we will have to respond in a mirror manner. Weirdly, the week ended with former F1 owner and business magnate Bernie Eccleston in hot water after making some interesting pro-Putin remarks on Good Morning Britain. Yeah, I'd still take a bullet for him. I'd rather it didn't hurt, but I mean, if it does, I'd still take a bullet. In the US, thousands of people protested the US Supreme Court decision to overturn the landmark Roe v. Wade case ending the constitutional right to abortion. Protests spilled over to Glastonbury as singer Olivia Rodrigo blasted the decision, bringing out special guest Lily Allen during her set to perform the singer's hit song F.U. in response. I wanted to dedicate this next song to the five members of the Supreme Court who have showed us that at the end of the day they truly don't give a shit about freedom. Then on Thursday, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson made history as she became the Supreme Court's first black woman justice. Her appointment marked the end of a chaotic Supreme Court term, which finished with a landmark ruling which curbed the ability of America's top environmental regulator, the EPA, to limit greenhouse gas emissions from power plants. This decision, following the ruling which relaxed gun laws and the overturning of Roe v. Wade, led President Biden to call the court out publicly, saying it's time to take action. I believe we have to codify Roe v. Wade in the law. And if the filibuster gets in the way, it's like voting rights. It should be the requiring exception to the filibuster for this action. There was a surprise witness on Tuesday at the January the 6th congressional hearing in the US. Cassidy Hutchinson was a senior aide to Donald Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, in the aftermath of the November elections and the events surrounding the Capitol riots. She testified about previously never reported moments inside the White House as Trump battled to overturn the election results. Firstly, she told of the president's rage when Attorney General Bill Barr was reported as saying there was no evidence of election fraud. It upset him so much that he apparently threw his lunch at the wall. I first noticed there was ketchup dripping down the wall and there's a shattered porcelain plate on the floor. Then on January the 6th, she told how Trump was intent on heading to the Capitol building with his supporters, grabbing at the steering wheel of the presidential vehicle. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, Sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. Still to come on the standout seven, Lizzo's hitching a ride with James Corden and we pay tribute to Dame Deborah James. Right after this. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back. Free. 
This week saw sentences handed down in two separate high-profile sex offender cases in the US. Tuesday saw British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell sentenced to 20 years in prison and a three-quarters of a million dollar fine for her part in recruiting and trafficking young girls for Jeffrey Epstein. Judge Alison J. Nathan described Maxwell's crimes as heinous and predatory and that the case called for a very significant sentence. Complainant Ali Farmer says there's more investigation that needs to be done. Maxwell and Epstein were predators who were able to use that power and privilege to harm countless individuals. And for far too long, the institutions that should be protecting the public were instead protecting them. And I still hope that we find out more about how that was allowed to occur. Wednesday saw singer R. Kelly sentenced to 30 years in prison for racketeering and sex trafficking. Kelly still faces more charges in Chicago, Illinois and Minnesota. And Steve Francis from Homeland Security Investigations says a message is being sent. Today's sentencing sends a clear message that no amount of money or fame is enough to evade justice. And the money, power and fame will not buy you immunity in the United States. And the United States government will hold you accountable for any atrocities you commit. James Corden's back in London this week doing his Late Late Show from Freemasons Hall for the last time. He's packed in a whole bunch of special guests, plus he's got brand new carpool karaoke with Woman of the Hour Lizzo. It was all going quite well until James started to wind her up about her hero, Beyonce. Should we call her? Don't f*** with me. Should we call her? Do you have a number? Should we call her? If you are going to call Beyonce... Shall we call her? Don't scare me. No, should we call her? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, are you joking? I'm joking. There's no way I've got a phone number. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, you almost got me, you bitch. cancer campaigner Dame Deborah James, known as Bowel Babe, has died. She spent the last seven years battling bowel cancer after being diagnosed in 2016. Her extraordinary bravery in making her struggle public and sharing her journey through treatment was recognised by a special damehood presented in person by Prince William just weeks ago. She also created a Bowel Babe charity fund which has already raised over £6 million. She's survived by her husband and two children and she told BBC Breakfast that she's treasured every moment with her family. Rest in peace, Deborah. I've had five years to prepare for my death. I don't feel grudged. I don't feel angry that I haven't tried anything. I don't feel like we've run out of drugs. But I'm still not... I'm still not kind of... quite there yet. You always want to know as a mother, are your kids going to be OK? And my kids are going to be fine. This has been the Standout 7, the best of the week from the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow, 7am, with the Sunday 7. Have a great rest of your weekend.